0: Podcast, a place where your hosts Wendy and April discuss the creepy things that lurk in the misty shadows of the Appalachian hills. I am, as always, the mysterious voice in the walls.
1: Hey, everybody! I'm Wendy, and I'm
0: April. Today's story comes from Ashland, Kentucky. In the 1920s, silent films were all the rage. Film technology was quickly advancing, and audiences were hungry for the theater experience. During this golden age of Hollywood, Paramount Pictures built grand theater houses all over America. These theaters were decked out with plush carpets and ornate gold and brass Art Deco style interiors. Very few of these luxurious movie houses are still in use today, but one is still very much a cultural fixture in the city of Ashland, Kentucky. Built in 1931, the Paramount Theater, now called the Paramount Arts Center, sits on the corner of Winchester Avenue and 13th Street, almost in view of the Ohio River. It is believed to be one of the last of these theater houses constructed, as the Great Depression was worsening at the time. Originally designed as a silent film house, by the time it was finished, talking picture shows were on the scene, and the Paramount was one of the first theaters to show exclusively talking films. Today, the Paramount's Arts Center hosts a variety of musicians, plays, summer arts camps, and community events. The original fixtures and furnishings of the Paramount are not the only treasures of the past that still exist inside the theater. As the story goes, the ghost of a man in his 30s, affectionately known as Paramount Joe, resides in and watches over the theater. Although there are no newspaper clippings or verified stories of how this spirit came to inhabit the theater, the commonly told tale is that in the 1940s, the theater was undergoing some renovations. Four construction workers from Ohio were working together in the auditorium. When lunchtime rolled around, three of the men left to take their lunch, while one, a man named Joe, stayed behind. When the men returned from their lunch break, they found Joe's lifeless body hanging from a rope attached to the curtain rigging. He was cut down and pronounced dead at the scene. It is unknown whether Joe took his own life or whether he suffered some sort of tragic accident. However, ever since that day, there has been evidence that Joe never left the Paramount. There have been reports of cold spots throughout the building, a man-shaped shadow has been seen crossing the stage, and stories of items going missing only to be found in their original location later on. There has never been evidence that Joe is anything but a helpful and friendly, if somewhat mischievous, spirit. One of the most famous tales about Paramount Joe stems from the early 90s when country music superstar and Flatwoods Kentucky native Billy Ray Cyrus chose the Paramount as the location for the music video for his number one hit single, Achy Breaky Heart. During filming, Billy Ray heard the story of Paramount Joe and frequently talked to the spirit while on stage in between video takes. After filming wrapped up, Billy Ray signed 8x10 posters to all of the women who worked at the Paramount, but he also signed a special 8x10 poster inscribed to Paramount Joe, forever in my heart and my soul. The ladies kept their posters in a prominent spot at their desk, and Paramount Joe's poster was hung in the lobby. Over the years, as more celebrities performed at the Paramount, wall space for signed posters became a hot commodity. Eventually, one general manager decided that some of the older posters had to go to make room for new ones, and Paramount Joe's poster did not make the cut. It was taken down, and the next morning, when theater workers arrived, they discovered that all of the other posters had crashed down off the walls and were lying in a heap of broken glass and twisted frames. It was as if someone had angrily swept them all off the wall. Suspecting that Paramount Joe was angered by the manager removing his poster, it was returned to the wall, along with the others, where they have hung undisturbed to this day. Currently, Paramount Joe's poster hangs in a prominent spot in the newer cafe area that is dedicated to him, Paramount Joe's Rising Star Cafe. Several years later, Billy Ray returned to the Paramount for a show, and at one point the lights mysteriously went out and came back on after a moment. Billy Ray said, "'It's nice to see you again, too, Joe,' and after acknowledging the resident spirit, the rest of the show went off without a hitch. There are some other notable stories about Paramount Joe making his presence known. One general manager relates the story of how he was giving a tour of the theater to a student group, and as he was telling them the story of Paramount Joe, he decided to address Joe himself. He called out, "'Joe, are you here? Is it okay if I tell your story?' Immediately after, one of the chairs in the row at the top of the stairs squeaked. What was even stranger was that the next day, the manager received a call from a psychic located in the Ashland area. She told him that she had a message for him and asked him if anyone near him had died recently. When he told her that no one close to him had died, she told him that the message she had for him was that Joe said to tell you I'm here. On another occasion, two new employees were getting a feel for the lay of the theater when they asked if they could go down to the basement and check out the prop storage area. The manager led them to the stairs and turned the stairwell light on for them, but at about that time, the phone rang, and she told them to go on down without her. The stairwell light didn't illuminate very far into the dark basement, and one of the workers called up and asked the manager if she could turn on the rest of the lights. After a few seconds, the lights came on, and they were able to look around. As they were going back upstairs, they met the manager on the landing and thanked her for turning on the lights. She assured them that she had not turned on the lights, as she had been on the phone, and the only light switch that controlled the basement lights was in the basement. Sure enough, the workers went downstairs and found the light switch just ahead of where they were when they called up and asked for the lights to be turned on, and the light had been switched off. Professional ghost hunter Patty Starr and her team conducted a ghost hunt at the Paramount after reading an article about Paramount Joe. They captured some evidence in the form of white orbs and photographs and beeping from an EMF meter. Starr was able to communicate with Joe while standing on the stage by asking him yes or no questions and asking him to make the meter beep for yes answers and stay silent for no answers. Through a series of questions, Starr was able to confirm that the spirit they were interacting with was a man who died in his 30s who claimed to be Paramount Joe. Joe would not confirm whether he had taken his own life or fell victim to a horrible accident. However, Starr said that she got the feeling that Joe was happy where he was and intended to stay there.
1: It's time for the breakdown. So this is an interesting one because it's pretty much in my backyard Mm -hmm. um, living in Ashland. I've been to the Paramount several times. You've been to the Paramount. I've been to the Paramount. Um, So this is interesting because we've been there. We've experienced this place. And so it's kind of interesting to hear about this one right beside of us. Um, Seems like everybody has a Paramount Joe story. Everyone has an experience um, that they talk about. You can Google it. Um, there's all kinds of online experiences to read about. I think the most important thing to note, though, there is no verification of this construction worker actually dying in the theater. Right. Is there?
0: I could not find any recorded newspaper clippings about an accident or anything like that. But, you know, this happened in the early 1940s, 1941, I think. Um, so it might be more difficult to find newspaper clippings from that time. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm not saying it couldn't have happened. You know, this is something that could have actually realistically happened. Oh, it's, definitely. It's not far-fetched. Um, we just don't have any record of it actually right. happening. Yeah. So, let's say, you know, it did happen. And, well, you know, could we have this person coming back and haunting um, the area? Um, according to a medium that was brought in... Um, she said that she was told by Joe that this was a very pretty theater and he wanted to stay here and that he was going to stay. So maybe he maybe he is staying and haunting this place. I don't you know, I'm the resident of Bunker, so it's hard for me to to go along with this. There's
0: worse places to hang
1: out. <laughs> oh, yeah. the <laughs> it Paramount is, a, is a beautiful it's gorgeous. Place. I wouldn't mind hanging out there. Mm hmm.
0: And I think that was what the the medium said, that Joe had said his life had not necessarily been an easy life, and he'd kind of had a hard time. And when he went to the Paramount and was working there, it was just so beautiful, he didn't ever want to leave.
1: Yeah. So I can see that, yeah. It is a very beautiful place. Um, speaking of the Paramount, I did find some interesting facts um, on the Paramount website. mm mm-hmm. um, You had mentioned in the story about it being built around the Great Depression. Yeah. And something interesting is the Great Depression had almost kept it from being built at all. It almost never happened. So we almost did not have this beautiful thing right in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the original plans were for it to be three times as large. But when the Depression came along, another company bought it out and ended up doing the construction on it. hmm And so had the original plan come through... The Paramount would be three times larger than what it actually is, and that's wow. hard to imagine. Yeah. That is hard to imagine. So, I thought that was a pretty interesting. Um, and also, they had planned on having a Paramount theater in every state of the Union. Yeah. But again, when the Depression came along, that kind of scrapped their plans, and there aren't nearly as many as what they had planned on.
0: Right. Well, and I don't think very many still exist today. Um, And I think it's it's kind of special that we still have this one here and that we you know, it's doesn't show films anymore. But they have plays. They have concerts. They have all different kinds of cool community activities and summer camps for kids to go in and learn about, you know, being part of a theater production. And I, I just think that that's really cool that we still have that.
1: Oh, yeah, we're very fortunate to still have that. Okay, something else. Um, did you know that Paramount Joe has his own Facebook page? I did not. <laughs> yes. Para, as I was looking and researching, um, I found, now it's not been updated since 2018, but he does have his own Facebook page. Hmm. And you can get on, well, at one point you could get on and buy merchandise. I'm not sure if you still can, mm-hmm. um, where it's not been updated, but you could get on and buy Paramount Joe merchandise. Um, there was a public ghost hunt where you could go and try to search for Paramount Joe, which is definitely something we could get oh, behind yeah. if, they, be if, into that. if they do this again. I would definitely like to get in on that. So I wonder, I know that
0: the the Paramount Joe Rising Star Cafe, is it's open to the public and it's a fairly new addition to the theater. I think it's... Maybe in the lobby area somehow, mm-hmm. and I just wonder if that was about the time that that was added. Maybe that was oh. where the Facebook page and the ghost. And maybe it was to drum up interest that for may be, the yes. new cafe. That
1: may be. And also, at the same the same day they were doing the public ghost hunt. That day, October 19, thousand eighteen. The city of Ashland declared that Paramount Joe Day. Wow. So, Paramount Joe not only has his own Facebook page, he also has his own day. Yeah. So, he's a pretty popular character. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, our, our small-town celebrity ghost. Yeah. <laughs> pretty interesting. So, like I said, he's well-known. Everyone has a story about him. Um, something that's interesting. So, things that are, you know... That we hear about school age children feeling taps on the shoulder, mm-hmm. squeaking chairs. Those are pretty easy to debunk. The one that I'm having trouble with is when they took down the sign mm-hmm. picture from Billy Ray Cyrus to Joe. Mm-hmm. And the next morning came in and all the other pictures were off the wall laying on the floor. Mm-hmm. That one's hard to explain. Yes. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well... We, I mean, we, we don't live near any
0: fault lines mm-hmm. that, you know, we're not having any earthquakes that are mm-hmm. knocking things off. You know, there's no blasting going on in the area. I can't think of a reasonable explanation why all of those would be knocked off the wall. I mean, I could see if maybe one or two fail, Hook failed, something like right. that. I can't really come up with an explanation why everything was taken down. And especially considering that since his picture was returned, there have been no more occurrences of that happening. Yeah,
1: that, that's that's... That's very coincidental, you know, that everything's returned back to normal and nothing else happens. No Mm -hmm. other events. So, that one's hard for me to explain. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if maybe somebody was playing a prank and saw that that was his picture taken down and thought, well, I'll pretend like I'm him and play a joke nobody has
0: that kind of energy yeah that's, <laughs> that's, kind of of a, lot of, that's a
1: lot of pictures that's to take a, down.
0: that is and especially considering that they you know, i mean i could see if it was a prank if they just took them down and laid them in the floor but several of them were broken yeah,
1: yeah that, that would, would be frames a bad, were broken the glass was broken that would be a bad prank to play yeah that would be a bad prank to play and i don't think anybody would do that especially because these were valuable pictures right they're not going to play around with those mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a hard one for me to explain. Well, and
0: so there's another story that I didn't include in the main story because I could not find a, uh, a cited place for it. But I listened to a couple of other people's accounts, and uh, one podcast talked about how a school children group, you know, because frequently the Paramount has in groups from schools and things like that. So, apparently, this one school group had gone in. And, you know, we're teachers, you know, we, we know that there's always that one kid in class that Talks to everybody, no matter what. And so apparently there was a little girl in this class who was like that. And uh, I don't know her name. We're just going to call her Annie for the sake of being. So Annie talked to everyone, and the teacher really wanted her to be quiet during this play. And so Annie had been sat in a different row away from her friends so that she couldn't talk to people. And apparently, as the story goes, a man came and sat down beside of her and was telling her all about the history of the theater and about how he had seen every production that had ever been put on there and how he'd seen lots of movies that were put on there. And she was like, wow, you must be ancient. And he's like, well, I've been here a long time. And she asked him what his name was, and his name, he told her, was Joe. Hmm. And so later, uh, the one teacher was talking to the other teacher that was with the group, and she was, oh, you know, I I put Annie off by herself so that she would be quiet during the play, and she just sat up there and talked to herself. (laughs) And apparently Annie overheard this and said, "Uh, I wasn't talking to myself. I was talking to Joe, which Annie was in, like, first grade at this time and didn't know any of the stories about Paramount Joe, but the adults did, and they were like, huh that's that's kind of odd Mm -hmm. and so there was that story as well but like i said i couldn't find other than just that one mention um i couldn't find any anything to to verify that but i just thought that was kind of funny too oh
1: yeah yeah it seems like everybody has a story
0: and if any of you listeners have a story about paramount joe we'd love to hear them You can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at Haunted Haulers. You can also send us an email at HauntedHaulers at gmail.com. And we also have a webpage, www.hauntedhollers.com. Hey, listeners, if you're enjoying the podcast, we would love to hear what you think. If you wouldn't mind, stop by Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast
1: and leave us a rating and a review. Until next time, listeners, beware of things lurking in the shadows.